Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to another episode of Jedi and Germs, a weekly podcast brought to you by Spreaker. I'm Alan Zog, the Jedi. He is John English, the Germs guy. John, how are you? I am great. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is John English, and I am the advocate for the master of mics, the emperor of editing, the prince of producing, with skills so scary that Bill Simmons calls him podfather. Give it up for the icon, Devin Masters. Let's go. Let's go! <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm I'm just over here watching overtime between Notre Dame and Rutgers. You know, uh-huh. March Madness is is starting off with a bang. It is coming quickly upon us. It is. It is. But I feel like that's not going to be our focus tonight. I feel like our focus is going to be uh, something a little jazzier. Maybe we can get to Devin's quick hits. But first, we start with the Utah Jazz, and we just watched them had this awesome signature win against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, they took care of business. It was the kind of game where they were allowed to empty their bench at the end of the game, which is always nice. Donovan Mitchell was on fire. He scored 37 points. Rudy had another 20-rebound game. The bench was amazing. Nikhil had his best game yet as a Jazz player. All kinds of good stuff tonight. Yeah, the the most impressive thing for me, John, is that Donovan was able to play that well while on fire. Like you would think that would be distracting and dangerous, but uh, he he pulled it off well. Yeah, normally he'd stop, drop, and roll, but instead he said, "Never mind, I'm going to play through it," and he was able to take care of it. I'm going to hit seven threes in the third, and uh, (laughs) it's a deep burn, right? He's on fire, like NBA Jam. He was he was doing it, and especially after he got that tech, he he just he just came alive, took over the game, masterful performance. It was French night, so there's a lot of bad French jokes throughout the broadcast. But you know, Rudy did his part with 14 points, 20 rebounds, four blocks, even had a steal, a couple assists. Oh, and by the way, Donovan had a really nice fourth quarter with assists too. And I don't remember his final numbers on assists, but he had a big scoring third quarter, and then in that fourth quarter, he he decided to play facilitator and get get some dishes off to his teammates, including Alexander Walker. Yeah, he had five assists, and he would have had more, but you know there was people who were fouled and went to the free throw line and said, "I think they should count as assists if you if you pass to the guy and he gets fouled shooting or some I kind agree. of half assist because." I agree. Uh, Don, Don was he he did a lot of good passing and five assists might not look like it, but he, he really did a lot of good passing tonight, too. Oh, and by the way, if they can count Rudy Gobert's screen assists, why can't they count assists when free throws happen? I'm just saying. They probably but the player will. has to hit player has to hit the free throws, of course. But yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they count the the battered away. Um, yeah. 
There, there's all kinds of stats they can keep track of. Someone probably is keeping track of that, and they'll announce something next year. Pro- pro- probably. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, t- tonight was a good win for the Jazz against a very good Bulls team. Um, I, I can't say it necessarily makes up for the Bucks game, but in all honesty, the Bucks are a good team, so that loss didn't really hurt, if you will. It was just not a good – it was just a rough loss after they've been doing so well. But, um, yeah – it is what it is. We're they were still headed towards playoffs. We've still got injury bug. I, I'd like to see the Jazz, a Jazz team, fully healthy, um, consistently to really make any sort of judgment. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tonight. They had no Boyan, no Trent Forrest, no Daniel House, no Doke. Although he probably wouldn't have played until the last minute of the game anyway. But you can really feel it when you're missing a starter and two key rotation players. You got to give minutes to other guys. Uh, they started Wancho Hernan Gomez tonight. Um, he was fine. He wasn't that great, actually. Um, they they need to like play him and give him minutes and give him minutes in the system to see what he can do, and that's fine to give him that experience. Um, I didn't see anything that told me he should play ahead of someone like Eric Pascal, but you know it was it's nice to get him those minutes. Meanwhile, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker he did show that he was ready to play some minutes um he was alert on defense he he got a couple steals some fast break points uh you know 16 points uh he looked like he belonged out there he looked like he was picking up the system so i was very encouraged by that clarkson had a lot of houdini shooting tonight um you know they they would like Boyan back this the spacing he gives you can't overemphasize how important that is but but guys did step up and that was very encouraging Yes, he did. I agree. Oh, um, sorry, I lost track of the notes we were talking about. Did you want to touch on, or did you, I don't think you did yet, uh, JC's record-breaking night the other night? Yeah, we hadn't recorded for a while, but a few nights ago, um, Clarkson set a franchise record for points off the bench. He had 45 points off the bench, which I think is an impressive milestone. And another milestone happened tonight. Uh, Rudy is now number two on all-time rebounds for the Jazz. Uh, he passed Mark Eaton tonight, and, you know, I I, I find that a very a special accomplishment as well. So, um, you know, some Jazz player setting some records this year. Yeah, personal accolades. It's been really nice this year. And, of course, it happens, and, and they're still winning basketball. Sure, there's been struggles, but they're still winning basketball games. So I don't mind these personal accolades and, and things as long as the wins continue to happen because these guys aren't selfish at all. They're... They play for each other. They play for the team. So, yeah. Um, anything else in the Jazz we want to touch on? Um, well, let's look ahead to what they got coming up. Um, they okay. they do have a rough schedule ahead of them. Um, they've got uh, they've got another game against the Clippers on Friday, which is a home game. And Clippers have been kind of reeling, and they're still missing the two best players. So I think they should get a win there. But after that, they have a six-game road trip, and it's not going to be easy. It's the Knicks, which you would think they would get, but then it's a back-to-back. The very next night, they play the Nets, and then they play the right. Celtics, and then they play the Hornets, and then they play the Mavericks, and then they play the Clippers. Um, that's going to be a rough stretch, and that that's... It's one of those stretches where I look at it and I'm like, you know, if if they come out of that four and two, they should feel really good about themselves because that's agreed. That's a really tough gauntlet to run. 
Agreed. Um, I'm going to go out and be bold. They're going to come out of it four and two. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know Devin's that would have be great. Opposite take. I know he will. <laughs> I um. Yeah, oh go my ahead. gosh, you, you, you guys are like missing an incredible game. Okay, well, you're supposed to not be watching March Madness, but instead talking about the Utah Jazz. Come on, Devin. The, the game just overtime just <laughs> ended. They turn the ball over. Notre Dame gets a layup. The other team, Rutgers, goes down. They hit a three. They're up by two with eight seconds left. Notre Dame brings the ball down. They get another layup. We're going to double overtime, uh, folks. All right. Well, I'm again, sorry. Next six um, games, tough schedule. You got to pick it. I said four and two. It was way bold. So pick, um, pick what happens. The, the, I'm I'm not going four and two. I I will go three and three. Okay, that's fine. John, that's a fair prediction because Jazz are four and four of their last eight. Um, and with these injuries they have, you know, to 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 pull off four and two, they need Boyan back. I, they need Forrest back, honestly. And then, you know, House, it's nice when, when they can have House. Um, but if they can't, then, you know, Nikhil showed me a little something tonight. I hope he's able to do that more. Right. Um, but, yeah, they, they of, of all their players, they really need Boyan back. They need, they need his second scoring option. They need the spacing he provides. Um, they, they need everybody to, to be able to pull off a 4-2 and two on this schedule. I think they can, as long as they have the health, but they need the health. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, all right, so three and three, four and two. I'm sorry, guys. Four and two is going to be the winner on that one. But anyway, you, you <laughs> we got a couple of us that are distracted, mostly Devin here because he's watching NCAA basketball. But we'll, we'll try and get through the rest of this um, while Devin watches the basketball. Um, Let's move on to NBA. Yeah, a couple of notes out of the NBA. Uh, ben Simmons has been trying to get back into playing shape, and he's having problems with his back, and they don't anticipate that he's going to play in the regular season until the final two games. Um, the Nets could really use him. I mean, Seth Curry's been a nice addition, and Kyrie Irving's playing more. But they're still five and five of their last ten. They lost tonight. Uh, they're still sitting there at eighth in the East. Uh, not a comfortable place for them to be. It looks like if they could have everybody healthy, they'll they'll be a force. But you got to get you got to at least make the first round. And you know they they're they're deep in that playing tournament. They're three games out of seventh, so they're they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to jump to sixth by the end of the season. Um, so that's that's news that affects them. You know. Um, just looking at the standings in general in the East, Miami's still number one, uh, Milwaukee's number two. Um, you know, no, no real. It's not really that bad. That they lost to the Bucks. I mean, I hate losing anyway, but they're a really good team. Third, you have the Sixers. Fourth, you have the Celtics, who've just been on fire. Bulls are stumbling. You know, they lost again tonight. It's their second loss in a row. They are now at fifth, and then sixth is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Your playing tournament teams right now are the Raptors, Nets, Hornets, and Hawks. And then your lottery teams are Wizards, Knicks, Pacers, Pistons, and Magic. Wizards have lost five in a row. They're not going to be able to jump up into the playing tournament. Knicks are toast. Pacers are way, way back. Um, so that that's how that's looking. So your top ten in the East is going to be your top ten. It's just a matter of what the order is going to be. 
Um, but, you know, I do like the Nets' chances of getting out of that play-in tournament, getting into the first round, and then causing real problems with whoever they face in the first round. All right. Well, the, the thing with the Nets is they've had so many missed games this season between KD and Kyrie and now Simmons. And I Harden missed a lot of time, if I remember correctly. So, mm-hmm. you know, all they have to do is make the play-in tournament. And if they're healthy, they're a threat to come out of the East. I, I mean, they have a lot more depth than they did at the start of the season. Yeah. Yeah, When you when you look at them... Kyrie's only played 19 games. Durant's only played 42 games. Uh, Harden, when he was there, he had only played 44 games. Joe Harris uh, only played 14 games, and it looks like he's missing the rest of the regular season. I I can't remember if they think he's going to miss the playoffs too, but um, they only got that much from him, and then just you know various other guys. Goran Dragic looked like he looks like he was a good pickup for them. He's going to be able to contribute, but yeah, they they have had so many health issues. That's that's got to be their main concern. So, and you've already hit on the West, right? No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? Because I can't wait until you do. Because <laughs> I'm going to talk about the I'm going to talk about the dumpster fire when we get there. So why don't you hit on okay. the West now? Let's go to the West. So Suns, even though they have Chris Paul out, they have a commanding, commanding lead. Uh, they are eight games ahead of the second seed, so they they're going to keep that. I think they've clinched first. I can't know. They, they, you can't have clinched first, but they're going to clinch first. Um, Grizzlies have actually jumped up to number two. Uh, they've won four straight. They are now half game ahead of the Warriors. The Warriors are five and five of their last ten. Uh, they're in third. They seem to be stumbling. There seem to have been an opportunity for the Jazz to catch them, except Jazz have been stumbling themselves. Jazz are four games back. Um, from them. Jazz are fourth seed. They are actually tied with the Mavericks, but they have the tiebreaker right now, so Mavericks are fifth. And then sixth seed is the Nuggets. Your play-in tournament teams are the Timberwolves, who've won nine of their last ten, and they're looking to make a push. Uh, Clippers are eighth. Lakers are ninth, and Pelicans are tenth. Lakers have looked terrible. They're two and eight of their last ten. They are just a complete mess. John, just how (laughs) terrible have they been? They have been so bad that they actually look like they could fall to the 10th seed. If Pelicans can just put two games together, they're only one game out of 10th. So, I mean, let, they, they've let been me, atrocious. Go ahead. Let me put this in perspective because I saw the replay. Russ airballs a three tonight. And then not only does he airball a three, Patrick Beverly then makes fun of him and mocks him as he walks towards the referee to hand the ball to him. And Cat looks up in the air and makes gestures as if, where is the wind coming from? There is a matter of disrespect on the Timberwolves side tonight for the air ball by Russell Westbrook. That is just the dumpster fire that the Lakers are right now. Yeah, they, I mean, they've had their own health issues. Anthony Davis is out. Kendrick Nunn has yet to play for them this season. But, you know, everything's coming true that we saw at the beginning of the season. The Russell Westbrook trade was terrible. It doesn't work. Signing their bench with just a bunch of 35-year-olds hasn't worked. Um, You know, Vogel's going to get fired at the end of the year, whether it's his fault or not. I don't think it is, but they're still going to do it. Yeah, they've they've been a giant mess. They're going to get to the end of the season. Westbrook's going to opt in, and then the Lakers have to figure out how to get him out of there because they cannot they cannot bring him back. 
um, for another season with the Lakers. They don't want him back. I don't think Westbrook really wants to be back back either. He's he's been criticizing Laker fans. Um, LeBron's been criticizing Laker fans. Uh, it's it's gotten really ugly there. Yes, yes, it has. Um, rounding out the bottom of the West. Uh, yeah, the Spurs, Blazers, Kings, Thunder, and Rockets. The Spurs, even though they did get that win against the Jazz, um, I mean, maybe they could get there. They're a game and a half behind the Pelicans. I just think the Pelicans have been playing better ball in general, and I expect the Pelicans to be able to hang on to that 10th seed and maybe even catch the Lakers for the ninth seed. Okay. Um, and by the way, since you brought it up, uh, congratulations to Greg Popovich who is now the winningest coach in NBA history, a man that deserves that accolade, honestly, because of what he's done in San Antonio. So um, yeah. congratulations, Pop. Um, all and right, of course, else? of course it happens against the Jazz. In a game I know. Of I, course. It's okay. It, it was rough. You knew yes. Greg was going to do it against the Jazz. You knew when they said Bucks haven't won in Utah since 2001, you knew they were going to win that night yep. because they kept saying it. <laughs> yep. Things are records and things are made to be broken. It happens. That's how it is. Um, okay. I think that's everything in NBA. Should we move on to some Devin's quick hits? Devin, this means that you have to put down the college basketball for a minute. I'm, I'm not putting it down. It's a one point game. There's 40.9 <laughs> seconds. Guys, this well, is coming down to the wire in good. double Hit overtime. Up. Oh, is, yeah. Is this, I guess this is his quick hits. We'll just watch the last second. But is there anything you wanted to touch on at all? Um, you, you already touched on Pop. Uh, you want to talk about the Dumpster Fire Lakers. But I want to talk about 10,000, 10,000, 10,000. First player to do it, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Are yep. you impressed? Absolutely. Yeah. What he continues to do in his career deserves all the credit because he's incredible. I mean, he is the- absolutely incredible. The, the guy's been on a, a a bad team, but he's putting up incredible numbers. I mean, he dropped 50 twice. Yeah. Twice oh, in yeah. a week. At, oh, at yeah. his age, it's unheard of. Um, and not only does he get that 10-10-10, he, uh, he's going to pass Carl Malone this week. Yes, he is. If he's healthy. And I think it's going to happen um, in Cleveland. I don't know how many he got tonight. I don't know if he even played tonight, but when I was looking at it earlier today, I went, that's going to happen in the land. In, and in, and in what, place. there is no better place for it to happen than in Cleveland, honestly. His yeah. fans and supporters and family and everybody there, there to watch it happen. He's there to, you know, in, in home to watch it happen like or to make it happen. That's There's no better place for him to have it happen, honestly, so, no. Yeah, that's that's the expectation. And, and it'll be really cool to watch, but... Yeah, I started looking at those numbers, guys, and he's probably going to end his career in the top four all-time in assists. Mm. Which, it's, can we still talk about the undaunting task that anybody ever has of catching Stockton? It's just never going to happen. Never going to happen. I don't know. We'll see no, if Chris Paul stays healthy. He oh, the, Chris Paul, he, he still he has is, thousands to get there. But he is the point god. Yeah, it ain't happening. John Stockton is so far ahead in the field. There's not a soul that's going to catch him. Anyway, but he only yes, needs what, five thousand more. So yeah, only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, what LeBron James is doing is shy of just magnificent. It's just great. So, so 
Yeah, I, I mean, you you got to give the king his props. Uh, everything Absolutely. that's going on in in LA, you know, we love seeing the Lakers lose, but I love seeing LeBron still performing at a high level. It's one of those things. If you're a LeBron hater, you're just missing out. Like at this point in his career, just appreciate what he what he has been able to accomplish. And you don't have to cheer for the guy. Just appreciate it. The same way we kind of did as other players got to the end of their career. You know what right. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I think about Kobe in those final years. You you didn't like the guy. Guys, we got a tie game. We got a tie game with 22 seconds left. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. This is bonkers. <laughs> is, is there another bullet point you want to throw into Devin's There, There is. There is. What you got? Um, uh, Tom Brady's coming back. Yeah. Um, and he said LeBron James helped talk him into it. <laughs> it's a perfect, it's a me perfect transition. Five, four, three, two, one. The Notre Dame scores with a minute. Sorry, a second and a half to go. Rutgers does not have a... Oh my gosh, it's over. It's over. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is more than just March Madness. This is Devin's Homer March Madness moment. Uh, 89-87, the final. Um, Rutgers opted not to take their last time out, and they lose in a heartbreaker. Just wow. What a game. What okay, a game. Okay, can we move on to finish talking about Tom Brady? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady's coming back. Um, he's probably going to play till he's 60. Probably. Yeah, Might as well. <laughs> what, what do you make of this? What do you, what do you make of this move? Um... I mean, the guy can still play at a high level, and I guess he still feels like he can go out there and play some more. I, unless he, unless there's some sort of a trade that's going to magically happen and he ends up in San Francisco, I'm just saying. But He's not going to end up in San Francisco. <laughs> and I didn't say he would, but that was a rumor that was going on for a while there. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, though. I think he goes to the Super Bowl this year. I don't know, dude. Yeah. There, is, there is some tough competition for him to get through. I'm I'm telling you, Alan, if you look at how many Super Bowls he's been to, he seems to like miss a year and then he's back. How many has he been in? Ten. Does that sound right? That sounds about right, because he's got two losses to the Giants. Is that right? Yeah, he's lost to the Giants twice, and I know there is a third loss in there somewhere, so I think he's been there ten times. Fact, I'm gonna pull up the page. Where was the other? I swear there was one other loss he had. Let's see. Uh, beat the Rams, beat the Falcons, beat the Seahawks, lost to the Giants, lost to the Giants, beat the Eagles, beat the Panthers. Lost to the Eagles, didn't they? Didn't they lose to the Eagles? Uh, lost game? to the Packers. They lost to the Packers. Oh yeah. Was that? Oh, that was clear back in '97. Was he even playing for them? No, no, he he lost to the Eagles. It was that uh, Foles was the quarterback. Uh, did I pass? Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, he lost to the Eagles. Yeah, that's yep. right. That's right. Yep, yep. So he's been there ten times. I mean, it doesn't seem that crazy, does it, guys? No, no. I just think the competition's stiff. There's a lot of other teams that can get there, so. But, there yeah. are, there are, but he will not have to go through the Denver Broncos, who now have a quarterback. And I know John, as a Seattle fan, I, I wanted to get your take on this. I hate it. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It, 
you know, being a Seahawks fan for over 30 years and with my second team being the Raiders, but having your Seahawks quarterback go to the Broncos, that's like Mitchell going to the Lakers. It's just pain. It's just like, ugh. So now the Seahawks are going to fall off for a while, and then I'm going to watch Wilson on the Broncos have success and bums me out. Happy for Broncos fans. But wouldn't Finally that got a quarterback happy? again. Wouldn't that make you happy because you'd see Wilson doing well? I'm, I'm sure you're a fan of the guy. He's a very likable guy. And oh, he's yes. totally likable. Now Seattle got a lot of assets. Well, let's let's talk about this because Seattle's really blowing things up anyway because I believe they let uh, Bobby Wagner go too. <laughs> there's There's been some things going on up in Seattle land. Yeah. Uh, I know it, uh, he's a free agent. Did he wind up signing anywhere? Bobby Wagner? I don't know, but it sounded like they have no intention on bringing him back. Yeah, There have been some high-profile moves um, with free agents. Like, I saw Von Miller's going to the Bills. I mean, there's just been some some real movement going on out there, but... By the way, that's Yeah, I mean, I'll be happy for him. Like, I I was still a fan of Sherman when he left the Seahawks and had to go other places. I'm still a fan of these players that I really like, but it's just like, man, why why did it have to be the Broncos? Right. That, that's kind of how I feel. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't consider myself an NFL fan. I, I, I was a casual Broncos fan. I'm not going to Even though I'm you're a Denver hard. Broncos fan. Come on. I, I, but, <laughs> I, but I'm not. You know, I'm, I'll watch their I games know, and cheer I for know. them, but I'm not like a fan fan. But this I makes know. me intrigued. It makes me want to watch more of their games next season. It'll be interesting to see what happens. That's for yeah. sure. I, I mean, they haven't had a quarterback since Manny. And, and now they they got one, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Bridgewater, I think, is going to the Dolphins. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Devin, you sound like you had another one. Sorry, I I, I mentioned I, Bridgewater and you mentioned Miami, but anyway. I I don't know that I got anything else. I mean, okay. I'm sure there's stuff like soccer starting up, go Real. Um, there's March Madness, but I haven't even done a bracket. I don't know if I can still do a bracket, but obviously I'm watching it. Can you still do a bracket? Is it too late? Guys, we're recording. No it's, idea. it's 10 p.m. on Wednesday, the 16th. So you guys can't like send me a tweet and tell me if I can still do a bracket because you're listening to this and it's already well, started. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Because like, th- so, this, but, but when the people are listening, four. they will. Have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you guys want to do a bracket, you're too late. You're, you're all too late. Oh, no, was, I don't. I'm not oh, doing a bracket. A, oh, okay. Yeah, I was a qualifier. I, I haven't done a bracket for a couple of years, so. Yeah, neither have and I. I. I'm I might that just much less it. interested when there's not a single Utah team in it, so. Eh. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, go Irish. Um, let's let's talk some pop culture. All right. Yes. Um, before you talk about anything, John, I, ha- I gave you both a, a homework assignment nearly a month ago when we last talked. Have My either of you it. watched it? My dog ate it. No, have either of you watched the Colin Kaepernick yes, thing yes, on, on Netflix? Yes, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole John, thing. I'll let you two talk. No, we're not going to talk. You need to watch it so that we can talk <laughs> about it. He's not going to watch it. I'm He's not... got other things to do. I know he still hasn't watched the other stuff you asked him to watch. What other stuff? <laughs> He's I still watching the, the karate show. <laughs> no, that, no, I finished it. Oh, gosh. Have we not? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, what, one of you was gone, so we couldn't talk about it. Yeah, I finished Cobra Kai a long time ago because it's been like three weeks since we recorded. But yes. Um, 
I, I do you want me to say anything about Colin Kaepernick's show or no? Um, I mean, I, I just I, I would love your thoughts. John, I would love his thoughts. I felt like it was a very well done uh, limited series. Just I, I think it's a worthwhile watch for anyone. Honestly, I don't know if you felt the same way, but he really I, goes into it on his life growing up. And there's a lot of things that you just like, wow, that really happened. Wow. And and here's where I'm at with it. I I think it's eye opening, and I think it's things that people don't realize about him. But here's the thing: I think if people watch it, they've already formed an opinion about Colin. Agreed. And I don't think it would be received as well as it would if it were anyone else. You know what I mean? I do, and that's why I think people need to watch it with an open mind and remove their preconceived notions and ideas, because if you do that, you're going to see something that is just absolutely eye-opening, and you're going to see things that just just blow your mind. Well, so. and it, it goes into a lot of interesting topics. It goes into a, a hairstyle and uh, Alan Iverson and that whole era of change, you know, and the change he brought about in the NBA in terms yeah. of style yeah. and demeanor and you know it, um, it also touched on it also touched on his love of football versus baseball and how talented of a baseball player he was and i mean i'm, I'm getting away from the race subject for a minute but you got a chance to see a young kid who was pressured to make a decision and ultimately made the decision he wanted to do not what everybody else wanted him to do which i thought was very interesting too yeah i, I mean it, it was a great background on him it was Interesting the way it touched on uh, on race and social issues and some of the history stuff in there. And no, I, I thought it was well done. Um, I enjoyed it. It's, if I remember right, six episodes. They're about 30 minutes each. So it, it's not yes, a huge like time that. investment if, if people are considering it. No, it's not at all. So I would recommend people just put away their pre- preconceived notions and ideas and feelings and opinions about Colin Kaepernick and just watch it for the sake of watching it. It's actually really good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, John, you need to watch it because I want to hear what you have to say, but let's go ahead and touch on the other items in there. I know I saw one of the items um, and part of another. Let's talk about the Batman first. Yeah. Uh saw the Batman in theaters. I thought it was really good. I heard a lot of good things going into it. And so it it's a movie that, you know, I figured I was going to like, and sure enough, I did. Um, Batman as a detective, they really, it really got into the detective work he's used to, which I, I appreciate. It's a big part of the comics, and they had it somewhat in, like, the animated series and such. Not so much in the movies lately, but it was really cool to watch, you know, Commissioner Gordon letting Batman into crime scenes and helping him figure out what's going on with the Riddler it had a lot of elements of previous Batman movies as well as nods to other noir-type films, specifically David Fincher films like Zodiac and Seven. It was, uh, you know, it was pretty dark, but it was... I I loved it. Um, the, the, the pace was very deliberate, and you could argue that they could have tightened it up here and there by 10 or 15 minutes, but I really liked the time that it took in all the scenes. I liked the time it took for Batman to just just focus on him looking at clues and the time it took for him walking down alleys. I thought, I thought the deliberate pace was really good and I didn't, I didn't mind how long it was at all. I see. I'm the reverse. I thought the pacing was good, but I just felt like it was too long. There was a stretch there where I was just like, okay, is this over yet? 
And and it's not fair to do that because it was really a great movie and it was dark. Probably I would call this probably the darker of the Batman films of all of them, really. The one with the, the middle one of the last uh, trilogy they did. The Heath with, Ledger uh, one, yeah. Yeah, the Heath Ledger one was dark, but I felt like this one was just way more dark, way more violent. You saw a very violent side to Batman in this one. I disagree. How? With what? I I don't think it... I didn't think it was... Like, it was dark and it was gritty, but I didn't think it was violent. Um... You didn't think that Batman taking a hold of a guy and just pounding his face in until you know he's turned him to a pulp is violent? No, because, I mean, I do that on the weekends regularly. So, <laughs> Dude, Batman has never done that in anything we've watched. So, like, anything well, I've watched. Ben Affleck's Batman did that once. Yeah, but I just, I know, Devin, you didn't think so, and that's, I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's been several weeks, guys. Since, I know uh, since we've watched <laughs> this. So, yes. I mean, if you had maybe caught me right before. Um, I, I watched it. I actually saw it the Thursday it came out. So I beat both of you there. Mm. Because I am vengeance. Uh-oh. And yeah. and I, I'm i the Batman. So here here was my, my takeaway. It was, it was dark. It was gritty. It was a slow burn film. I enjoyed it. There were a few spots where I went, that's corny. That's corny. Mm-hmm. But my biggest takeaway, my my biggest takeaway by far, the score to that film was incredible. Oh, yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah, the, absolutely. The music throughout and the way that it set the pace of those scenes that you were talking about, John, the, the music and the way it transitioned and the different styles of music it was just so good yeah it was it i was agree so good and that that's that's the thing that i kept thinking like i've never watched a film and focused on the music like i did with that one i don't yeah. i don't know why i don't know if it was the pace i don't know if it's because the scenes were so dark but something just made the score pop for me and kept drawing my attention back to how they were creating tension and mood with with the sound. I agree. The sound, it, the, the score was really good. I totally agree with that. Um, and it it definitely didn't make. I mean, it add, it definitely added to the to the movie quite a bit. It was brilliant. Um, I was also going to mention, by the way, Zoe Kravitz was really good as as Catwoman. I thought she did a brilliant job. When you, you agree, say she John? was really good, yeah. you mean she was really hot, right? Because well, yeah, that too. But I thought she, I thought she was, she did a very, very good job as Catwoman. Um, I thought the way that they they featured her in this in the film was really good. Um, it needed to happen. Like she just, she, I think she really almost stole the stage in this film with her acting, and she just did a really good job. I, I hadn't seen her in anything before, so this was kind of my introduction to her, and, and I thought she did a great job. Um, John, what were your thoughts on her? And I also want your thoughts on on the Batman. How does Pattinson's well, performance stack up against the others? I I thought Pattinson was really good. Um, I think the script didn't allow him to do as much as I would have liked with Bruce Wayne. Like, I thought it was kind of a pullback more to the Michael Keaton Batman, where you didn't really get to know Bruce Wayne that well. Agreed. Um, I think the Nolan trilogy really 
emphasized making Bruce Wayne a character. In this one, it felt more like Bruce Wayne was the cipher and Batman was the character, which I did enjoy, but I felt like it limited in somewhat. And so I'm looking forward to how the sequel kind of expands that a little more. What I really liked about the movie is they had an outstanding cast all around, and every all the main players in the cast, all of them had at least that one really good scene with Batman. You know, Catwoman had her scene, yeah. Penguin had his scene, Riddler had his scene, uh, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone, he had his scene, Alfred had his scene. All of them had at least that one scene where you had this one-on-one with them where, where they were able to shine. And... You know, Batman's always been a good host to this rogue gallery of, you know, different villains. And they, they really put that to light here. I mean, the the makeup on Colin Farrell as Penguin was amazing. If you didn't oh, know yeah. that was Colin Farrell going in, vast majority of people never would have figured it out through the whole movie that that was Colin Farrell. Um, so I, that was I knew and I forgot. Yeah. Like, I, I think I saw you tweet about it and I was like, oh, yeah, that was him. <laughs> Um, and, and side note, they're going to do an HBO limited series with uh, all about Penguin, um, which I am now looking forward nice. to. Um, but yeah, I I loved that whole aspect of it. I, I liked how they teased to the next villain or villains are going to be in the next one. I'm already just looking super forward to, you know, the Batman 2 coming in 2024, I'm sure will be announced any day now. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um I, I think they all did an outstanding job. I think I think one of the toughest jobs probably was Jeffrey Wright as Lieutenant Gordon. But even yes. then, you know, Batman does so much brooding that Gordon's kind of allowed to play off of that. And, and I thought he did a really good job, too. So I, I just I thought the acting was outstanding. The score was outstanding. Um, a lot of really good directorial choices, a lot of different directions they could go for the next movie. Um, right. Just, just really looking forward to this world. I'm glad that they already announced that that, that yes, this will be a trilogy. And the thing right. with that movie is, and this is the last thing I'll say about it. There were moments in that movie where they could have easily cut that and gone into a sequel, and just yeah, kind of left could've. left it on a cliffhanger. And I'm glad they didn't because you got mm-hmm. a full right. experience out of it. So even though for some people, you know, it, it felt a little long. It felt like a complete story, and I appreciated that, even if it took a little bit longer because of the pace that they wanted to set. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and for those who are wondering who Zoe Kravitz is, she was um, she was in Mad Max Fury Road. She was in the Divergent movies. Yep. Um, but and I think... for the pop culture side of things, just so people know, she's also the daughter of uh, rock artist Lenny Kravitz. So anyway. yeah. And she's the voice of Mary Jane from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yes. I See? forgot about that, too. Yes. Yeah. In fact, I'm trying to remember. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking something up here while we're talking. A memory um, stirs. You make me think of a movie. As a matter of fact, here's the other point of that we mentioned of her. If people think she looks familiar, if you're old like me and John... If they think that she looks familiar, her mother was on the Cosby show, Lisa Bonet. So just in case I people didn't know that. I had completely forgotten about that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so she's Kravitz. She's Kravitz's daughter and Lisa Bonet's daughter. Yeah. And if you don't remember, Lisa Bonet was, was uh, yep. one of the daughters in the Cosby show. So, yeah, she yep. is the daughter of Lisa Bonet, and she looks just like her. I'm telling you. 
Which means Jason so. Momoa could become her stepdad one day. <laughs> Good point. Um, all right, let's move on. You had another movie. Uh, I only saw part of this, so I can't really give my two cents worth. Turning Red. Yeah, I saw Turning Red on Disney+. Plus. It's the latest Pixar movie. It's the third Pixar movie in a row that's just gone straight to Disney+, Plus without going to theaters. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, not great. Not It doesn't make my top five for Pixar. Probably wouldn't make my top ten for Pixar, but I, do, I would give it a thumbs up. Um, it's it's all about this uh, this girl who lives in Chinatown in Toronto in 2002. I don't know why they made a period movie, but they did. So it takes place in 2002. And she finds out the hard way that her family has this curse where the women, when they hit puberty might turn into red pandas and in a way it 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 reminded me of teen wolf a lot um that element of just suddenly turning into this creature and then finding out it's a thing you inherited from your family but that's fair this one was weird for me but that's fair i i can get that it is it is very hyper and um frantic i called it an over caffeinated version of teen wolf um but i i still enjoyed it throughout there's a lot of tension in there with their parents and it really goes over the whole embarrassment of middle school puberty anyway um, right but i thought it was i thought it was fun and you know my eight-year-old daughter is the target audience and she watched it twice in one day so i think it worked for her so great <laughs> yeah yeah, I like I said, I only saw part of it, and it was weird for me. I probably need to go back and watch the whole thing, but we'll see if I show interest to do so. But it really never interested me to begin with. So, um, before you talk about the TV show, I want to put in the put in a thing. As of today, today this happened. Five of the Marvel series that first aired on Netflix are now all on Disney Plus. So if you haven't, and and so if you haven't logged in or used Disney, well, even if you have. Disney Plus forced login for everybody today, and it offered the option of setting parental controls right away because these are all TVMA, but five of them are now on Disney Plus. Just passing along that word to everybody. So I think it's Disney after dark. Yeah, I never did watch The Punisher. Maybe now I will. Yeah, Daredevil, The Punisher, Jessica Jones, uh, um, what's his face? Oh, I forgot. And then the Agent Carter, Luke I Cage, believe, series. Iron Fist, yeah, Luke Cage. Yeah. And and Agent Carter, I believe, was the other one. No, Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. So they've all moved over. Agents of Shield is not TVMA, but the other four are. So if you have children that you do not want watching these things, be be forewarned. You're going to want to go in and set up separate profiles for them and set up, uh, you know, parental controls oh, because stop it. I'm just saying. Be, I enjoyed be them. Cool, they're all good. Parents. They're be all cool. good. But they're all Let good. Let your seven-year-old watch the violent shows. Oh, they're really violent. Some of them are crazy violent. <laughs> when you watch, when you, when you watch Kingpin take a Russian guy's head, put it in the door of the of his uh, his uh, Cadillac, whatever it was, and start bang it, bang it, bang it over and over again until he squashed it dead and blood is squirting everywhere. Yeah, that was that was fun. It's the twenty first century. Back when I was a kid, we were watching that stuff all that was PG when I was a kid. Anyway, um, okay, John, you had a TV series you you were watching. Yes, HBO's show Our Flag Means Death. It stars Riss Darby, who's from Flight of the Concords, and more recently known from the Jumanji movies as the host. Um 
it's all it's a comedy about pirates so it's 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 just a lot of fun he he plays this rich dandy who decides it'll be fun to be a pirate captain so he gets the ship and recruits this crew and he goes out trying to be a pirate even though he's really bad at it um i think it's pretty funny it's from director uh taika waikiki i can never remember how to pronounce his name but he taika waititi yeah yeah he uh, he directed thor ragnarok and he's he's just a really talented funny guy so Yes, yes. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I will keep watching it. And so anyone who does have HBO, yes, it's worth watching. Give it a shot. Um, by the way, if anybody wants to know who Taika Waititi is, uh, if you ever saw Jojo Rabbit, he was Hitler. Mm-hmm. If yep. you've seen the most recent directed Free Guy, too. if you've seen the most recent Free Guy, he was the antagonist. He also directed a couple of episodes of the Mandalorian series. He also played IG, IG-88. So he's done quite a bit of stuff or recent stuff over there he's really good he's really good at directing he's really good at acting he's just a really good guy yeah I'll, so. he's one of those where i'll just see anything he does oh absolutely without without hesitation so. yeah, he, he is going to be doing a star wars movie too yes he's supposed to be yes he is out with one in 2025 he's doing a <laughs> flash gordon reboot he's he's under a lot of demand <laughs> in fact I, yeah i can't remember there was something else i thought he was going to do but yeah he's He's really good. New Zealander, fantastic guy, funny guy. So you need to check it out. So um, I don't have anything else to add in this. Devin, uh, I know you watched some of the things we were talking about. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, I mean, Alan, it's it's been so many weeks. I've watched so many things. Oh, that's fair. Uh, One of the things that I recall watching is I did go see another movie in theaters. I went and saw Cyrano. Mm. Cyrano, cool. Cyrano, Cyrano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you familiar, Alan? I am because not. I haven't even heard of it. Cyrano de Bergerac. No, don't know it. Oh. You mean you don't watch romantic musicals? Because I watch romantic musicals all the time. Oh, will you just get into it and talk about this show for heaven's sakes? Um, it, it, <laughs> it stars Peter Dinklage. It is a musical and. I enjoyed it. You know, I, it was it was different, but I saw the reviews were kind of good, and it was that or one that had really bad reviews. Um, I can't remember which one. It was some action movie that's a typical action movie, I guess. Oh, Uncharted? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the one. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. my son and daughter saw that. But yeah. So I, I opted for, you know what, let's go see Cyrano. And I, I went with a friend, and we watched Cyrano, and it was it was entertaining. I, I didn't think of Peter Dinklage as a, uh, as a musical leading romance character, but it, it worked. John, you haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen it. So. All right. Well, I, I, I mean, this this was so long ago. It's probably coming out on DVD soon. You know, that's, that's how that's how long it's been since we recorded, guys. I know it's bad. We haven't recorded in a while. So no, that, right. that was good. I'm I'm just doing the Netflix thing, watching some uh, some good girls. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't think we have anything else to add, so I think that's a great place to stop. Um, so we want to thank everybody for joining us for this episode of Jedi and Jedi and germs. Please leave us reviews wherever you listen. Um, we, we enjoy you guys listening. We enjoy you guys being along with us each and every week and we'll, uh, 
we, we will be better about not taking a month off or however long it was, I promise. Because we took a little while there. But uh, I promise we'll be nothing. I, I know. I promise know nothing. Until oh. you people start paying us to record, I guarantee nothing. Okay, and leave fair. us five-star reviews. <laughs> that works, too. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and call it, call it a wrap. And, John, go ahead and take us out. Bye, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.